Well, should we dive into today's show? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Let's let's, let's kick it, it off. Um, all right. Dewey Dudes, episode uh, 121. Today, we have with us one of the swaggiest style and cultural <laughs> analysts on the internet, a man who has a keen sense of what's actually undercover cool and what's cooked when it comes to all things clothes, people, places, media, lifestyle, mindsets. He's got a unique ability to spot dope shit, and he does it all with love. <laughs> We're chatting with Jonah Weiner from the cult favorite Big Brain newsletter, Blackbird Spy Plane. What's up, Jonah? Hey, 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 what's going on? Good to see you guys. Good to see you as well, man. What's What's been on your mind lately? Um, You're catching me truly uh, on, on a blessed day it's, and 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 the reason that it's blessed, or the main reason that I'm thinking of, actually does intersect with wellness. Um, I got a, a check in the mail today, which was a refund oh. from. Um, I had a bad bike crash a few years ago, and I had this like gnarly like surgery, and I got a seventeen hundred dollar check in the mail today, like three three years later. It's like you overpaid. Here's seventeen hundred dollars. Mm. You feel like that never happens, never. And, and and you get a you get a check like that in the mail. You say like the gods are happy with me, like Gaia is smiling. So you're catching me on like I don't know. I'm 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 feeling luminous. I'm feeling radiant just off that. What do, what are we that. what are we spending? What are we doing with the check? That's the big it's, question. Is right? it going? Is it going straight to essence or? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, you know, I might have to allot some of it too. I think I'm going to learn some things during this podcast. Mm. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I know what I'm going to spend it on yet because you guys haven't put me onto game, um, in terms of stupid things to spend money on skincare wise. Uh, so yeah, TBD. Okay. All right. Well, should we get into that aspect? Should we get into, let's, let's open the show, um, with your, let's, let's drop the, the skincare routine, drop the wellness routine. I imagine uh, a man like yourself, you know, aligned with his chakras, aligned with with you know Gaia, <laughs> with uh, um, with uh, who's the god from fucking the Navi? Who is that? Oh, Awa. Uh, uh, Awa, who's aligned with Shout Awa. Out to Awa? Is that is that is that Avatar? Uh, yeah, we, that's that's what Joan and uh, I were were bonding over oh, right. at that's the bar. We should, yeah, we were chatting up Avatar. But um, all right, a man like yourself, you know, let's let's hear about the routines that you got going on. How's how's the wellness? It doesn't have to be just confined to like skincare, right? Right. Any wellness, any any exercise, supplements. We we know some people have training wheels on this stuff, especially when it comes to our our beloved fellas. So we're we're Hell here. Yeah. We're Hell listening. Yeah. We're listening. I appreciate it. Yeah. No. Because yeah. Well, when it comes to like before I move off into like exercise and other kind of like versions of the answer, like if if I'm trying to honor the show and its mission by giving an answer to like skincare it is pretty boring i think in part because um you know we only have us obsessives only have so much room in our brain for like rabbit holes to go down and you know the, the most mock mm-hmm. three advanced if you know you know choices <laughs> i i think my brain um uh, uh is kind of like all full up in that department when it comes to like clothes and shit like that and so i have a real kind of like autopilot vibe um, when I first started dating Aaron, she still clowns on me for this. Although I'll be curious to hear you guys. I think that time has maybe proven me right. But I had just like the 24 uh, pack bar soap of Iris Spring from like CVS sitting like at the crib. And that was just all purpose. That was like face wash like that. Just right. right. Um, 
I was talking about Irish Spring recently, though, and they were like, yo, like Irish Spring, like rocks, like Irish Spring is actually a banger. I don't know if Irish Spring is having like a renaissance. Well, I think it's one of those things where I think you touch on it in like your newsletter, like about like just like cultural moments that like mm-hmm. there something becomes so memefied uh, or like so like like everyone bashes on something and then suddenly it becomes cool again, you know, because it's like, all right, right all the normies are bashing on this. Let's let's talk it up. And I think Irish Spring, because I think it's been around forever. I mean, your dad used it, you used it, we've all used it. You know, it's 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 tried and true. Yeah, yeah. And it smells. I don't know. In my memory, like to my like dumbass like sixteen to like twenty two year old self, it smelled invigorating. I don't know if it would smell is like hella gnarly and like kind of chemically these days. Anyway, so all to say that was like training wheels version one. Mm-hmm. And then just like on like the very like basic bitch glow up. Now I just do like straight down the line. I took a photo of it if you want the names, but like an ASOP face cleanser, okay. an ASOP uh, toner, an ASOP um, hydrating serum, and then an ASOP like SPF joint. And it's just that Damn, full, full Aesop line. If he's the Aesop meme and truly like not trying to put on for like that company obviously needs like no, yeah. or whoever owns them needs yeah. like no free promo, but that's truly like, I'm not proud of that. It's just a full autopilot just across the board. Like something I don't think about it, but that's what, but now I have $1,700 from the John Muir <laughs> trauma ward to like, yeah. you know, to, to change it up. Well, I mean, I think you might need to, um, cause what we usually do, what we did when we started the show well, actually, I don't know, Emilio. Well, when we started doing skincare, you know, the women in our lives were our consultants. But now, you know, so maybe you can talk, maybe you can tap Aaron. What is, what is, is Aaron pretty, is she pretty like, uh, how, what's her, what's her routine like? Do you notice that kind of thing? Or you can, can you disclose um, it? Maybe you shouldn't. I don't know. No, what's she, her relationship. She, she go, no, she's like, no, she's fully in. She's got it. I'm not even going to try and do justice mm-hmm. to it. She, she goes into the bathroom. She disappears for a good 30 minutes, comes out boom yeah done. uh yeah it comes out done comes out glowing she's she's got a much more elaborate one when she comes on she'll she'll walk you through it does she ever, does she ever uh, try to put you on a products try to get you to use some of the products that she has in her in her top shelf um i think every now and then she'll like kind of like uh n- n- no i think she like she guards it a little <laughs> too closely but um uh, but like every now and then she'll kind of like give me a facial or something she'll like let me yeah, yeah. Let, let me work with this disaster scene you've got going on over okay. there. Thankfully for me, it doesn't look like a disaster scene to my eyes. So you know, I'm not tripping about it. No, of course not. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of facials, have you have you ever taken a trip to an esthetician, gotten a facial, gotten some sort of little little spa treatment done? Yeah, there's this spot out in um uh, you know desert hot springs in Southern California. It's like uh, not super far from Palm Springs. There's um there's some joint there where they have like three like natural hot springs and it's kind of like Goldilocks vibes like there's the kind of like the scor- <laughs> the scorching hot you know mm-hmm. the kind of like lukewarm kiddie pool anyway there's there's a spot there like real real spa heads will know exactly what I'm talking about um desert hot springs yeah they've got a joint there but yeah it's it probably I could count on the fingers of one hand the times that I've actually like gone to a professional and gotten that gotten that full facial treatment are there any like are you a bath a bathhouse kind of guy do you go to any kind of like korean spas out in the bay area like like what's anything like that no no it's really um for me it's about iver spring and asap yeah yeah okay uh, respect respect <laughs> i love trying to hydrate trying to eat right um yeah yeah i love yeah, the the, natural- a, the the just the asap like just full lineup it just reminds you of that guy who's like in like yeah. acg like nike head to toe like he's like he can't like <laughs> 
can't mix and match. It's good. I mean, I get it. You know, it looks it looks nice. I feel like we know a lot of guys who like are interested in skincare, and that's like kind of what they're working with because it, it's 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 really accessible. It's uh, you know, it smells nice. It looks nice in the bathroom. It it uh, I've actually never tried. I was gonna say, you know, it works well enough, but I've actually never tried out consistently the mm. Aesop products. And we did we did recently, recently being like maybe like half a year ago now, <laughs> we were sent a, a a big suite of of Aesop products. Um. That I gifted to my sister, but one day, one day we'll uh, we'll give it a real we'll do, a real yeah. rundown review. Is that so? What, can we call that the the spy plane routine? Like, is that fair, or do you not want to do <laughs> no. that? No, it's not. It's a, no, that's the things. It's not spy plane level. That's like, <laughs> I'm trying to even even yeah. I am trying to spy still spy planeify certain aspects sure. of my life. So this is like the the it, that one. No, I'm not ready to give that the uh, the gold spy plane stamp. Okay. What about um, what about when yeah. you're you're hiking out in the bay? Like, like, or do you put on a different SPF? Oh yeah, they, all right. There's a sick. I think they're they're based in Berkeley. It's called Zelios. Z E A. Okay, all right. See, that sounds like some spy plane shit right there. That's like I have no yeah, idea what that is. Yeah, this is. This one is spy plane level. Um, it's, it's, it has the, I mean, a, a lot of them are, are this, but they really nailed being fucking full of zinc, which yep. I've been uh-huh. told you want. Yeah. And yet you don't look like, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Like it, it goes on, it goes on sheer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Zilios, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Reef safe. Yeah. I'm looking this up right now. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of this. All right. Yeah. That now we're, now we're, now we're, now, now we're there you go. Yeah, there it is. He's, he's, he's been in the building. So yeah. Well, uh, there's that. What else? Um, oh, yo, I don't know how this emerged in our house. I don't know where it came from. And again, this, if this is basic bitch shit, let me know, but I'm fully entranced by this hand soap. I think Aaron got it as a, as a gift. It's Japanese and it's called Baum, like, uh, German for tree, B-A-U-M. Do you know about this? Hmm. No, this is this the, shit this rocks. Is, this is the All first right, time I'm good. hearing of this. All right. Spy plane hand soap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Baum, Baum hand soap. Oh, that's sick. I like that. Um, Anything it's Hinoki vibes. Okay. And I'm, we love the Hinoki yeah. forest, you know. That's Yes. That's it should bone my Oh yeah, I found it. Well, it's funny enough I Googled it and the first thing that actually comes up is an Aesop product. Oh shit. But, well, because <laughs> it's it's a Hinoki. It's like Aesop has a yeah, like yeah. a lot of the uh yeah, yeah. No, it's this looks this um, would no. look great on the shelf. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah. Try and try and get a whiff uh, of Baum next time you next time you're in the in the presence of some. Okay. What about um? What about anything else like other wellness stuff? All right, let's talk about exercise. Let's talk about let's talk about like your, your you know what you're what you're throwing in your morning coffee. Any aptogens? Any mm. like mm. what about your hair? Yeah, but the, the hair care. Oh, very important. Those locks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, how did, how did right, you well, keep that hairline? That's the real question. Yeah, I was <laughs> I at um. Yet. Once I learned. Once I learned. Um. Let me like lower down. Don't want the Damn, don't want the looking, zoom. Looking good. Hey, uh, I, I remember going to my, um, what was it? It was like the 80th birthday for my uncle. So I, I have like, my mom is French. So my, that side of my family is French and there's this big family reunion, um, which like many reasons to remember it. But for some reason, the only detail that sticks out to me was there was a slideshow of old family photos. And I saw a photo of my grandfather in his advanced years and the hairline was so strong and i was like oh, yes. <laughs> hell yeah i'm gonna cherish this moment yeah. looking at this looking at this family slideshow <laughs> yes yeah, so i don't know it's all all thanks to mon grand-père that's where that <laughs> that's where that comes from 
<laughs> um yeah and then uh yes yeah, so that's there i don't know i have a buddy who's on the uh he's a very um charming and kind of rakish uh like australian french dude who's on the kind of like he hasn't washed his hair for a year and a half um okay. and i don't know if a lot of guests have talked about this and i don't know if it's a controversial kind of strategy you sort of like you push through the awkward you know, itchy phase or whatever it is. And apparently you enter like hair Valhalla. Um, I haven't gone as far as he has, but that's like my recent trip is trying to get to that like zero shampoo where whatever, like your scalp pH like corrects for, right. you know, the year, the years of shit you've been putting in it and you, yeah, yeah. reach, reach nirvana. Yeah. We talk about like balancing the pH out by like doing a, a no shower for a while. Like I know all the, uh, all our, our wonderful, beautiful celebs. There was a there was a moment like I think last year two years ago where they were doing a what we what was coined as the uh, holes and soles uh, washing method <laughs> where you you'd only wash those yeah. parts um, right and uh, they saw I guess they saw some uh, they 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 reached their yeah Valhalla there you go it was definitely like a moment though like I felt like it yeah I was hearing about this for a while everybody was also like suggesting that I not wash my hair every day and then it kind of died out I don't really personally know anyone that gave it a yeah. shot other than we Evan and I have a mutual friend. Who had, very, had long hair, and I think he went. He said he'd went like a year without washing it. But but Jacob I, like, Gallagher like doesn't wash a, his hair, but he doesn't have any hair. He, like yeah, but he's he's like bald. No, he's, he's not bald. bald. He has a buzz cut. He does. He has a hairline. He's, a buzz he's like cut. he's he's not. Yeah, he's not bald. He just has a buzz. Okay, so, <laughs> but you don't no need to wash a buzz cut. You just don't need. To, I think that would probably irritate it. Well, anyway. shout out my homie Nestor, who's the guy I'm thinking about. But he's also he's creating unreal expectations because he kind of looks like um. Uh, I'm, I'm going to gas him up, but he sort of looks like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean era Orlando Bloom if he was like a little more Damn. swole. Oh, so it's just whoa. Like, I'm, I'm truly, yeah, I'm, I'm aiming for the stratosphere and even trying to emulate, yeah, yeah, anything that he's doing. But yeah, it, it, he's it's working for him. I'll tell you that much. It's working for him. Okay. Sick, sick. Um, um, I ride a bike a lot. I became, like in New York, I would use a bike to kind of get around. I had like an aluminum beater just mm-hmm. to kind of like, you know, the G-chains, G train's not running kind of type beat. <laughs> yeah. Just sort of like, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll just, you know, pedal over in my bud's place. But when I came out here, like I always loved just like the sensation in New York of just being on a bike, just something about your head at that height, moving through the world at that speed. Yeah. Always, you know, was fucking sick. And when I came out here, I became like, because the roads here, it's mountains, like sort of backcountry roads, super beautiful. I became one of these spandex dudes very quickly. Mm. Um, and yeah. that's why I, um, I don't remember if we were recording or not. Yeah, when I talked about the the refund check, I, I don't think that's when we were doing small talk. I think you already hit record, but that was for this like yeah. gnarly ass accident I had on the bike. Um, would I do it again? Uh, kind of like the the quality of life in- enhancement of getting like heavy into bikes is almost worth um, the massive uh, spinal uh, trauma. <laughs> <laughs> so you've you've chilled out. Are you are you biking at all or entirely no, gave up on biking? No, no, after I, the... no. I'm back in it, man, because it's like it's just too. Okay. It's it's scary as shit. Like, cause you are like, you can be flying through the world like way too fast. You know, going downhill, like hitting like 50 miles For an sure. hour, like light work, and you kind of feel like Superman. You don't sort of realize how close you are to just like, yeah, total catastrophe. But that said, like the payoff, not even on some thrill seeking shit. Like I'm not like a skydiving adrenaline junkie type dude at all. But just like. 
the way the soul kind of expands just right, on a bike right. ride. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't give that up. It's also the only kind of like regular exercise that I've ever like been able to like stick with for whatever reason too. So it's too important to give up. But, um, yeah, the, the, the crash took the wind out of my sails for a minute, but I'm back on, not quite to the level I was at, but okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah for, for the, for the gearheads out there, what, what bike were we, are we, are we using? Oh, this is a biplane bike. It's um, it's a titanium frame out of uh, Colorado. This small line called Moots, M O O T S. Okay. Uh, where they do like very um, very sick like handmade titanium bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I had my uh, Evan. You still have a bike? I have a bike. What are you doing with I, that bike these days, bro. I only it's here's a, the thing. I'm I wish it's I art. it's art. It's 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 fucking it's it's decor. Uh, uh. I use it to go and bike out to the beach, which I haven't done yet this summer. I try to uh, like uh, like limit my exposure in biking because every day you're out in New York, it's like you're flirting with death. Uh, so, you know, I just use it for the beach. But um, yeah, I picked up this little number a few years ago. Maybe listen, old time listeners of the pod know back back when I was on some bike shit. I picked up um, a red little Bianchi from the 80s that was actually manufactured mm. in Japan. So. You know, I don't know if that's spy plane approved, but uh, Hell yeah. I'm hoping Hell yeah. it is. <laughs> so yeah. I need to get back on it, though. But um, other than that, so you don't. Re- All right, any other kind of wellness things? Like any kind of like, are you are you like a matcha guy? Are you like into you know mushrooms? Like. I mean, you, you know, like you hear a lot of these days about. I mean, I know with the caffeine intake, yeah. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Sorry. No. Oh, I, I. I like. I had a thought, and then I stopped. I stopped that. Thought. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like, hit um, pause. Yeah. Uh, we 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 try and get out for hikes a lot. We hit the trails a lot. Um. In terms of mushroom consumption, uh, I do take uh psychedelic mushrooms every now and then. I try to keep that special. Also, non psychedelically, we have this like reishi tea. Um. That has like mm. it's like a mushroom tea. That's okay. dope as hell. That's a really good one. Very earthy, very musky tea. Okay. Um, my other, my only other, you know, and I try and like, I started, um, actually post crash, like just doing some like lifting weights, just like super casually, like doing push ups because my, you know, um, again, just to, just to like underscore the point, my, my back was sliced open and a bunch of titanium was stuck into it. I'm actually now like partially you're part bike. bike. Yeah. You're part boots. Of. I'm part bike. Yeah. Actually, you know, yeah. what, you know, it's hella gnarly. This is like, I might be the only person to ever drop, um, cadaver bone as, uh, as like part of their like overall like wellness arithmetic because when they do spinal fusion. So basically I had two vertebrae that were, that were cracked and Holy the way that shit. they bond. I'm I'm going to kind of fuck this up, but it's basically true. Like the way that they bond the titanium with your vertebrae is by using um, like a paste made of cadaver bone because your body will not reject um, dead bone. Uh, like, you know, like if it detects like oh. a foreign, like a <laughs> yeah. foreign, whatever the fuck, it would sure. like reject it. But cadaver the bone has no, no cells in it. So your body's just like, oh yeah, I'm going to use this. So I'm not only part, part fucking titanium but i'm part like corpse it's pretty sick are you do you know who's that's fucked up who, whose body they took this from no i don't they don't like um they don't disclose there's no like that? there's no provenance of, yeah there's no like um is it all yeah, like a, like a donor go, situation or is it just I, like 
Probably. Uh, my guess is like they check like organ donor or whatever on there. I guess your bones are an organ. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't know where they're getting these cadaver bones. I didn't ask. It would be sort of tight to like visit the grave. Although is this person <laughs> buried? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Damn. But there's something sick about that, like not being squeamish about like I have organ donor checked on my driver's license because I'm like, I don't need, I don't need that shit when I'm out of here. Like, yeah, keep Harvest pay it, it forward. Yeah. Harvest it. Hell keep yeah. life going. Yeah. Some a- that's kind of some AWA shit. Real talk. Very, very AWA shit. Very. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, let's get into let's get into the 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 sledder. Let's get into it. Um, just, you know, yeah. look. I'm always wondering whether it be, you know, you've written about like wet putty cars, you know, various spy plane identified mindsets. Uh, you, you've coined this idea of black pilled swag, the ugly genius matrix. Uh, like, what, you know, a few questions here. How do you arrive at these observations in, you know, in, in, in culture and every day? And then after that, I want to know what are some ideas you're cooking up currently, you know? So oh, some yeah. of these counter fucking programming ideas um what's the inner what's the inner what (laughs) inner monologue like (laughs) yeah well basically you know i think that um look i mean you you know you guys you guys are in the content game you know we we gotta we gotta we gotta shovel content into the furnace and one of the (laughs) one of the shapes that takes that that takes from me and trying to like fill that furnace but keep it fun is um yeah trying to you named a few of them i mean sometimes it's like sort of like cultural observations like why do cars look like this and that was the wet putty one that you mentioned devin but like sometimes it's about trying to take i kind of um i think that i've been blessed to a certain degree with a with like kind of like the brain of a dumbass in the sense that like very simple um insights will kind of like strike me with like the force of like major revelation and i'll be like oh damn there's a mindset here so like case in point would be sort of just like spilling some shit all over myself you know like a slob at a restaurant and being like fuck i got wine all over this expensive ass shirt i just copped like but hold up maybe there's a mindset here. <laughs> i'm trying to like work through yeah work through like and so we did this thing that, like originally it was sort of like that led to like something called life well lived mindset, which was kind of yeah. like trying to refigure if you get shit all over yourself. That's, um, don't be precious about it. That's just like the marker, like you're out having a good time. Um, and your clothes will become a kind of a, I don't know, like, you know, right. a, a marker of that, of that memorable Eve. And then more recently we did like a taxonomy of stains. But yeah, so it's just kind of like moving through the world, sort of like, um, in a way, it's kind of like a dumbass. In a way, it's actually like simulating what happens when you're on shrooms or acid, where again, just like very straightforward things that normally would just sort of like fly under your radar, just that you feel like, holy shit, has anyone ever thought of this? <laughs> and so it's just like trying to, um, yeah, just find mindsets wherever, wherever they may lie and sometimes create them out of whole cloth. I have two mindsets in a very embryonic state. But I was going to drop them later on in the run of show, not to jump ahead. But oh, okay. In, when, when it came to the do's and don'ts, because there were two like very embryon, embryonic do's. So I could either drop them now and step on that, or we can we can have a little we can we can treat we can yeah us. let's let's save the little treat. <laughs> um, no, I I, okay. I I love that you mentioned uh, you know spilling wine all over yourself, you know embracing the stains on the garments because lately you know I'm I'm really leaning into because it's the summertime. You got to really. You got to just lean into cooking all your, all your, your wares, right? Like I used to People be so, are afraid of cooking, you know, it's just sometimes it's yeah. just like the yellow stains that show up in the white garments. It's that's tough. It's tough. Cause it, it, it doesn't look that as cool as you want it to. Um, 
we were trying to get into like the semiotics in this like follow-up about the stains where it is true that like not all stains are like as dope or like created equal right like and i feel like in part i mean again this is sort of like silly but um that's kind of the table stakes for the newsletter but i was thinking about how like cigarette stains and kind of like coffee stains don't read as grody as like oil stains and i was like is that just because we ha- have like a culture that fetishizes fetishizes um you know productivity enhancing drugs you know coffee being one of them yeah. right you know cigarettes like stimulants like obviously those are like sexy they have a certain romance to them so their evidence is going to read as not as grody as like olive oil where it's like this asshole was just like eating pasta messily um and and our fat phobic culture um is not going to allow us to celebrate <laughs> oh, right. the oil stain yeah. and the fat stain the way that our productivity uh fetishizing culture will allow us to <laughs> to salute yeah, the then, um like- the nicotine stain or whatever but then it's like, what, what about like different kinds of oil stains? Like I was just thinking about um, like a, like a, a let's say a, a car mechanic, yeah. you know, mm. like the, the, the kind of stains working you class have. king. Yeah. A working class. Yeah. <laughs> or does that just come with, with, with the aesthetic of the person that's, that's donning these stains? I mean, that's, you know, certainly that that's going to make your car heart look a little more legit. If, uh, <laughs> if, if either you yeah. or someone else has, um, has changed some axles in that shit. It is funny that th- that does get into like a whole realm of like stained cosplay. That's very fascinating. I'll have to theorize. I'll have to theorize on that a little bit more. Very interesting. Stained cosplay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, my, um, I don't know if I can include this in the podcast, but maybe we can. I don't know. It's not that much of a precious idea for, uh, Evan C4. It's, our friend Evan C4, who bought a, a place upstate recently, and it was a little tongue in cheek when he told me this concept. But he's like, he needs a lot of help on his fucking, um, on his on his house, and he's like, you know, I'm just thinking about actually like marketing to some of these some of these uh, these John's enthusiasts who are just like in their premature phase, and say, hey, buddy, you know, bring your car hearts up here. Let's do some work. Let's paint. <laughs> you can earn the stains, and you can don't have to lie about it. And I thought that was pretty oh, yeah. brilliant. So. Um, maybe we could include that. I don't know, but maybe he wants to turn that it into is, an that, idea. That I don't brilliant. know. Yeah. And he could even get people to pay. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's some people who are willing to pay for that experience. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's true. Like, like paint spattered shit. That looks like fire as hell because you see someone with like paint all over themselves. You're like either this motherfucker was in the stew making some sick art, um, right. or painting a house, which again, yeah, has that, um, has that honest labor kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Well, speaking of like yeah, yeah. Uh, the fetishization of productivity, I wanted to get your um, opinion on like kind of the the mass main sh- like the mainstreaming really of of like psychedelics and um, and I don't know like yeah psychedelics and of like of big tech and you know like where we're at in the world with it because I feel like you know spy plane. It, it's it's got a it's got a psychedelic vibe to it. It's it, you dabble in in uh in um in acid. Uh, what do you what do you think is what do you how do you <laughs> how do you think like wh- where what does this mean like where where are we at? It, is it is it still cool? Is it not going to be cool anymore? Like what is it now I mean, that it's all becoming like pro like being like used for productivity and uh you know it's being yassified to a degree with all the branding and shit. Yeah, I mean obviously that shit is like you know like patently whack it's obviously whack an interesting thing that um i didn't realize until i was reading this book um this malcolm harris his recent like history of palo alto and one of the palo alto and one of the like chapters in there is about the kind of like role of lsd very early on apparently in silicon valley used in the exact same way that people use it today which is kind of like um 
even more cursed in in a certain sense because a lot of like the early silicon valley companies were actually making chips for like missile systems that were gonna like you know uh be on like bombs in vietnam and shit and they were like (laughs) they were like dropping lsd to like ideate basically like iller bombs that like could kill more people (laughs) so there's been this like cursed productivity like silicon valley kind of like um legacy like you know back to you know when we thought the shit was like purely like hippies or whatever like blasting off um i mean it's a spook drug like it's 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 for the it's a spook drug it's kind of the feds in in a certain in a certain level Mm -hmm. so you always have to kind of like keep that one yeah you got to keep that in mind that it is sort of the feds and yet on the other hand um i'm I'm not like so heavy with it i don't feel like i can like necessarily be like the best um spokesperson for the psychedelic community but from my perspective like in terms of whether or not it's cool yeah obviously like microdosing i don't think shit like that is particularly cool a true like ego death ass trip like cool and uncool like fall away you you move to a plane where where those terms no longer apply i think so that's yeah we're 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 beyond you know when when you're like really with the shits when you've really blasted off i think you're beyond questions like that that's a good point yeah you've transcended transcended those those concerns but i don't know yeah like are people still like i was like we were just up in um in vancouver and we like we were hanging out with some people and we were at a concert and like homie who we were with had like got a bunch of like gel caps and just like ground up a bunch of um like stems and caps yeah exactly and just had his like he dosed it out so it was was effectively like smoking a joint like that was cool like i like that kind of microdosing like right i'm totally fine with well because there's like a social aspect to that whereas like what some of these like you know um Silicon Valley, yeah, yeah so corporate America. The the Silicon Valley sickos, they're doing it by themselves in order to like, you know, I don't know, just for, further the machine, like you said. But um, exactly. But yeah, I think whenever it's it, what's the guy want? Go ahead, Emilio. No, you go ahead. I'm done. No, just say the, the yeah the the like uh, the phenomena of it in corporate America kind of feels. Or I'm wondering if it feels like a uniquely like American thing. Because like the you know the beauty of and chaos of America is that it is like the dream of capitalism like realizing its full potential like there there aren't like these like in Silicon Valley being like such a mecca of innovation I, I do you, like do you think people in like you know Europe and South America are like corporations are like we we got we is obsessed with with uh, microdosing to like come up with the next big idea that's a really interesting question it doesn't feel like it right you it's not it's it's not it's not what you think but i think you underestimate yeah. like the the like downhill trickle of american culture on the rest of the world to the point where i wouldn't be surprised if later like you know you know industries in like the global south start adopting the, these mindsets because all right i don't know i'm just this is just like something i saw today but there was like a day in the life um as a as a um as like a manufacturing manager out in China, like in like in a sweatshop, like a day in the life mm. in which he's like, like TikTok. On TikTok, <laughs> he took the, he took you through all of the little the little nooks and crannies of the factory. And what was really weird is it all kind of mirrored like corporate culture in America, where it was like, look, they ha- they can game here, they can like you know the workers can mm-hmm. game, they can have little coffee breaks, they play ping pong. There's art on the wall. So I'm I'm curious to see if like maybe it does have like a like a, a global effect at some point yeah you're probably right especially and i was thinking about like tiktoks going in the in the in the other direction but like business brain like success win type type tiktok accounts 
I'm sure are, mm-hmm. you know, telling you exactly how many like, yeah, milligrams of psilocybin to put in the, in the gel cap <laughs> for like, for productivity, not for like, not for being at the concert with, with your homies, but yeah, for like, for making your first million or whatever. So yeah, that might be spreading. That might be spreading. Um, already, you know, people who aren't, aren't familiar with, uh, Blackbird spy plane, uh, already, you know, if you've been listening into the show, you've, you've heard Jonah, you know, uh, yeah, drop, drop some slang here, uh, Famously, the newsletter has a, a unique language and tone when talking mm-hmm. about it, your, your subject matter. Um, do you have? Are you cooking up any new words right now? Are you like how how does how does the lexicon become like like uh, like how does it evolve? Where yeah, does yeah, it, the yeah. process ever start with a word? Um, I don't think that we the <laughs> a claim that I make that I know can't be true, and yet I've yet to have it. Um, unverified or dis- disproven is that I think that we started saying swaggy, obviously swag, no question like swag already right. existed, but I sort of feel like making it swaggy. I sort of feel like I was doing that. <laughs> I know this isn't true and yet it feels true to me and whatever that's anyway, that's ambiguous, but that's it. I'm trying to do a similar thing. Um, what about slapper? Slappy? Where did that came from? Where does slappy come from? Well, slapper, if I'm not mistaken, slapper actually starts, um, as far as I know it, I would need to I would need to hit the um hit the etymological dictionaries to be sure, but I think that's Bay Area slang. Like slaps and like slappers mm-hmm. are um okay. that's like Bay Bay like kind of like Bay Area hip hop slang like is where that originates. Calling things slappy, I feel like maybe <laughs> we're the first to do that. And you'll see there's a pattern to this, which is just adding the letter Y right. to words that already exist. I what I'd like to do next is fleeky. Cause I feel like A calling <laughs> things yeah. calling things on fleek is sort of like about ready to come back anyway and sort of like that ironic sure. sort of like kind of eye roll groany way. But what if we bypass that and just be like, yo, that's fleeky. Anyway, fleeky is a fun word to type. No, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bust out fleek. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm into adding the Y. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other words that like... Uh... That, I feel like that's a, add, adding like a letter or something to the end of like a lot of words. Like ev- there's been like phases of that where like... Uh, Evan, I don't know if you're maybe it was just like with around the people that I grew up with grew up with in Kansas. But there was, there was like a two year period where everybody, everybody was putting like ski at like the broski, end of like, like, like broski, broski, like, uh, what would they say? Like, you know, like dollar ski. I don't know. Like, yeah. Ski at the end of like yeah. everything. And it was kind of like a way to like chill out the word. Yeah. I remember yeah, that. Shout out to shout out to suffixes. Suffixes do a lot. Yeah. And and on the one hand, at a certain point, it's just like a meme where there's no creativity. You're just like repeating the thing. But some yeah. some first person had to draw that that first soy jack. Um and I feel like that might be us with Fleeky <laughs> on yeah. this podcast right now. Yeah. You don't use you know, people yeah. aren't using the word like soy like they used to, you know, in the last few years, which you know, I don't I but I feel like sometimes Evan misses it. I miss it. I'm a I'm a big soy. Bo- I mean, I yeah no, because uh, I'm a, I'm an I'm an edgy online guy. Um, Is anyone bringing soy face back? Real like I keep feeling like someone cool could do soy face in a photo and like shit could turn around for soy face. Yeah, th- that's the thing. All right, because all right, so I actually I have to tell you something. On one of the episodes, we uh, we had Catherine Krieger and Will Menneker on, and I forget what we were talking about. There was something. Oh, we were talking about how like. Um, about Elon Musk and like how how much he's despised by a certain a sect of the internet, and you know he's kind of like the devil you have to live with now. And at some point, like 
if he's he's starting he's starting to kind of like kind of corrode his reputation well he has been for a while to the point where kind of normies are kind of like ah fuck elon musk and i brought you up i said jonah from blackbird spy plane has an interesting theory about bono love and that bono is you know he's actually cool again and uh using this kind of like using this i don't i don't know this this theory of that once the once once normies think something's cooked it's officially officially cool again or at least there's that danger, right? You yeah. just have to be careful if there's that kind of critical mass, yeah, for lack of a better word, sort of like normie, like common wisdom, like, yeah, coalesces around like everyone being like, oh, oh, uh, thanks, Apple, for the U2 album. I really wanted that. Like, was like, <laughs> care- like be careful. Like, we're, we're going down a slippery slope here where suddenly like, and then, yeah, I think that I think you're referring to like a, just a tweet that I did from the spy plane account where I just found like four photos of like Y2K era Bono just rocking like colored shades from that era and looking like hard as hell. Like he would just like like totally like kill on the mood boards. Obviously, Bono, a handsome man yeah. to begin with, but just like those like those Y2K shades were like going hard. And I was like, be careful because like the, the ingredients are here between like how heavy he could go on the mood boards and how many people are just kind of like as right the, the must dynamic just sort of like taking as received wisdom that bono was whack right be careful like the soil is ready for for a, a flowering of bono being the man all right well you've heard it here first you've heard it here first <laughs> uh speaking of like uh you know y2k uh you know dudes on the mood board what like you, you in in a lot of your 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 posts your, p- your published pieces um you know, you reference a lot of photos from the previous century. What what dudes, what types of dudes do you miss the most? Damn, types of dudes I miss. Man. Because I feel like that's, that's a reoccurring thing that comes up. You know, everyone loves to be nostalgic or like think they missed out on a moment, especially when things are a little bit more analog. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what do you bring yeah. up over in the, 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 like the comb over mindset, you know, about the fellas, you know, just, just, <laughs> Stop trying to stop trying to, you know, fill your body up with finasteride. Stop trying. Just let it all go. But like fucking grow your hair out the way you need it to. Oh, that's a pretty good. Right. Right. Thank you. Thank you for that assist. And by the way, a meta thank you for being so conversant with so many um, fucking spy plane mindsets and and modes and just ways of living. It's This is how Nexium started. Honor. This is how Nexium <laughs> got like got going. Yo, actually, when we we started the newsletter right around the time when was it called the gift what was the what was the hbo show oh. what was the next documentary uh the the, the, cur- vow. the vow the vow the curse yeah the vow, the vow. The yeah the vow yeah. um wow, 2020 sort of an indistinct title but we were watching it we were like damn like you could really like a cynical person could like watch this and really come away with a very easy handbook um for how to yeah basically sort of like capture an audience in a certain way and we were just like seeing all kinds of like you know um just like in on a very literal level, just like parallels between yeah, just like get them start get 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 the people you're trying to like convert to like start speaking in your like arcade and code. Mm-hmm. Um, there were like actually hello Nexium parallel parallels again on this like dumb guy epiphany shit. I'm basically <laughs> just I'm basically just saying that like those places are really good at like marketing or whatever. Um, yeah. Anyway, so comb over mindset. I don't remember. I always try and make these things stand for something. So comb over. The ER ends with embrace realness. Um, I don't remember. Oh, oh, here we go. Cringe overcompensation maneuvers bespeak obvious vanity. 
Embrace realness. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, that's that's your next merch drop. <laughs> it's like, we, yeah, I like comb overs. Exactly. So because they're right. What what doesn't work about the comb overs is that everyone can tell that you're doing it, right? So it's cr- the cringe overcompensation and you're and you're bespeaking your vanity. Um and so yeah, there there does feel like no, you're right. Uh, okay, yeah, we can riff on this like via like the way that um, movie stars looked in the 70s, like Gene Hackman, like look at my man's hair, like just like a movie star in the 70s had the most f- like bald, fried out, you know, crusty the clown type hairdos. <laughs> right. They were swagged out. It was pretty gnarly. Um, it was sort of, I don't know, it, it kind of like reads as gross from like certainly like the Zac Efron, like high school musical, like wax chest kind of like sure, yeah. you know era era of masculine ideals um do i miss that guy i don't know i mean i think that guy's kind of funny and it's i mean shout out to gene hackman true sure. legend that is definitely a type of dude um who i mean i guess there's a certain kind of like dove charney sort of like rehabilitation of like some of those aesthetics um yeah you know or like you know like stav to a degree you know like embracing actually yeah we shouted out stav in that comb in that comb over essay as the type of dude who's like he's like yo i have sauce like and i'm bald and i have long hair um and yeah just like leaning into the curves as opposed to yeah right trying to yeah trying to hide things well i think because um, that was a, a time during like um in hollywood or just in general like within like uh not just hollywood entertainment in general where either you, you kind of either led with your charisma to, and I think there are still people who lead with their charisma who can get away with like not being just incredibly attractive of course you had to have you know some kind of like photogenic quality but um, now it's kind of like the inverse of that it's kind of like you have this like model to Hollywood pipeline you know influencer to, you know to entertainment pipeline and um, I don't know it's it's funny like I was watching you know because there's been submersible mania lately. I watched the abyss the other day and I just looked at Ed Harris and I was just thinking like, damn, you know, there no more, no more, like baldness is gone. Like people are, mm-hmm. you'll never see, you'll never see a bald except for the rock, but like he's aged. Like you'll never <laughs> see like a young bald guy again. Like, cause that guy's supposed to be like in his thirties. And yeah. uh, I don't know. It's just, or yeah, maybe, and maybe you're making me think like, um, there's some like current counter examples, but maybe I missed the kind of like the sort of like the ugly hot dude as like a superstar, which is to say like, it's not just that straight kind of like, you know, very delicate features, like whatever, you know, like, mo- you know, would you say model to actor pipeline or whatever, like, you, like when you watch like foreign cinema now, just like different industries that aren't Hollywood, you see like fucked up teeth, you know, like yeah. people haven't had their like yeah. teeth capped, et cetera, or just like, like you know the king louis garrel who's like you know married to leticia Castro, just like there's like this like the, the like kind of like john paul belmondo just like you got punched in the face like a ton of times and you look fucking ill like there aren't i guess like adam driver's kind of this way but that's sure. just like the sort of like you know yeah the kind of like the hot fucked up looking dude like i kind of miss that guy sure. at least in the u.s the u.s mainstream well i think maybe that uh mm-hmm. we just talked about him on the last pod jeremy allen white he's kind of I mean, he like he, he's convent. He's like conventionally attractive, but you know, he's not like I don't know, like a Jacob yeah. Alori type. You know? Yeah. Maybe we're swinging sure. back. Maybe we're swinging. Maybe back. we are. Maybe we are. Um, should we do some segments? Yeah, let's do some segments. Um, speaking of dudes, well, uh, w- dudes. Uh, should we do? Speaking of dudes, should we do dude of the week? Dude of the week. Um, 
yeah, shout out any any guy that's been on your mind. It could be a metaphorical guy. It could know? be a, a woman. It could be um, just a person. Anyone? Be, yeah. Um, yeah, I was trying to think about this, and and basically, I I think that this answer, I think it's a good answer, but it would like it would hit more. When I answer this, I become painfully aware of the provincialism of the New York media elite and the fact that what I'm going <laughs> to shout out, if this was a dude like in Elmwood or uh, Elmhurst, excuse me, Elmwood's a place here in the East Bay. If this was a dude out in like Flushing, Queens, you guys would be like, oh, that's mm -hmm. sick. That's so tight. Or maybe not you guys, but someone would. There's a local um, legend deep cut donut maker. It's a Cambodian dude called Brian here in Oakland who has a longstanding, um, looks like nothing from the street donut spot called Golden Gate mm -hmm. Donuts, who has somehow managed this guy. He's been there for decades. He's managed to somehow resist. I don't know if he owns the building, what resisted decades of, you know, like, you know, gentrification, curse. Yeah. yeah land whack landlords, et cetera, curse new money flowing in, motherfuckers who want, you know, Instagrammable ass spots, you know, who wouldn't set foot in yeah. this set foot in this place. Golden Gate Donuts, fucking incredible. The first time we went in there, this guy was talking about how he every night buys a bunch of, you know, or every day buys a bunch of blueberries. Every night mashes up the blueberries to make the blueberry donuts. This is a guy who takes pride in his donuts. Yeah. They cost like 70 cents each. I don't know how... He what? keeps the lights on. He's got this like long-standing, <laughs> long-standing clientele. These like old grizzled local dudes who like come through to buy like a lotto ticket and their black coffee. And they like sit out front. <laughs> they say, what's up as you walk by in the mornings, like this spot. So shout out to Brian, the Cambodian like donut dude. When we moved out, out here, like we learned that there's like this community of like Southeast Asian immigrants, a lot of whom went into donut. Um, the donut business for reasons I'm not entirely sure. I think like maybe like one dude does it and then like helps out other people yeah. like get their donut licenses or whatever it is. But this dude, Brian, man, just the fact that he's actually in the back, like mashing up blueberries for his donuts and not on some like artisan small batch shit, just like, yeah, it's my donut spot. Like there's some like gnarly ass, like black coffee sitting in like the bun, like burner right, right. on the counter, <laughs> like just like strings of lotto tickets, like dangling from the counter. Like it's that kind of spot, but like it's not um it's not mid, it's sublime. So shout out to Brian, the the Golden Gate Donuts king. Damn, that it might have been one of the best dude dudes of the week we've had. Ah, sick. Yeah, bro. I I just like felt like I was like, oh, you don't care because you're not in the bay and who is, but but the I thing is, shout him out for the you're gonna, integrity. You know, once in a while you do find yourself uh in Oakland. So and now you know. Now you, you got a place in the yeah. morning, pop by. Um, that's great. Um, all right. Do we rude uh, the segment in which you can uh, address your haters or you can hate on something you can, you can, uh, if, or, you know, you can choose whichever route you could do both. Maybe something's bumming you out lately and you just want to fucking, you know, speak on it. Just, just let, let it spray. Just yeah. hit some, hit some people yeah. with, with that spy plane smoke, which we never do. You don't, do it's a place it's of love. I know that, but you know, you know, sometimes I'll see that you guys will call something swagless and like so that, that is some hate right there so i like it's like calling something swagless and it's it's, it's like if terry gross cursed you'd be like what the yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Cataclysmic. spy plan we, try and, <laughs> we do try and keep it posy and and so we try and de deploy swaglessness and um in very select cases in part it's because like yeah like existing online um i have found that there is a degree of like you get you get back what you put out like that is true and by keeping it 
um, pretty positive in terms of, yeah, keeping a posse in the newsletter. Um, it's like a bunch of nice people who read it and kind of like, I don't know, it doesn't, um, we, we don't attract the, the, we don't really attract a lot of haters to the, to the bright incandescent mm-hmm. flame of positivity. Um, those little, those little moths aren't flapping their wings over our way. But that said, I did want to honor your run of show and have an answer that didn't dodge it. So I will both hate on or let, let, let it, let an aggravation spray at a version of a hater, which thankfully they're few and far in between, but one just happened the other day. So I have it fresh in mind. Okay. Fuck these people who do chargebacks with their banks. And you might, you guys might have to deal with this with, you know, Patreon as well (laughs) when they do chargebacks. So for for their $5, for their $5 month, you know, they, they signed up. Right. All right. Let me, let let me, let me not speak in shorthand. So someone who signed up (laughs) decided, oh shit, this is the fucking sickest newsletter on the planet. They're delivering miracles twice a week. (laughs) The least, the least, the least I can do is underpay them $5 (laughs) a month. Yeah. Right, so they do that. And then again, with the caveat that this has happened blessedly like three times total, but it just happened. So it's fresh in mind and it's very aggravating. They do a charge back with their bank rather than mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, like they feel like they found a, a glitch in the matrix, like a loophole. I don't know what it is. They want to claw back that five dollars. Right. To me, it does seem like broke boy behavior. Um, <laughs> and, and, and really, honestly, <laughs> We can forgive that that poor misguided soul, sure. But the real fuck you in this in this situation is the banks who not only assess mm-hmm. that five dollars, but then charge you a fucking penalty on top of it as the small content creator that that we all are on this call, mm-hmm. right. right? And they assess a penalty. So it's like, all right, if you found some hard times, if you regretted that five dollars, hit me up directly. Maybe we can work something out. Cash out, but if you. you yeah. we, we don't, we don't need to, um, I can hit the manual refund. If we, if we, if we did an error, you know, if we, if we made an error, hit mm-hmm. me up. We'll issue the manual refund. We don't need to make JP Morgan chase any richer. Okay. Cause that's ultimately, <laughs> that's right, ultimately right. who's winning Where at the end going. of the day. <laughs> yeah. Leave the, leave the right. banks. And it's it. an automated thing too. You know, it's not like even like that $75 penalty or whatever the fuck it is. It's not like, I don't know. It's I got like there's someone behind there. Just, Oh, I got to fucking, I got to, I got to nickel and dime these guys, you know? No, hell no. And that's the thing. The bank is incentivized to um, obviously side with the person because they're getting, you know, like 25 bucks or whatever, just as a fee right. for it. But I will say, again, on the subject of opening my opening my mailbox today and there being, you know, in, in this cursed moment, you know, the healthcare system deeply corrupt. Everyone hates it. Obviously, like you don't expect like a check from a hospital. From, yeah. I will say that recently um, Stripe did decide a dispute in our favor and we didn't have to pay this person back their um four separate five dollar charges that they were disputing. <laughs> oh my god, damn! So they, we actually won that one a little victory for the little guy. So they just weren't happy with the content you were putting. I just don't think how you can't really measure that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's yeah, hard it's to like merge. Yeah, you can't exactly. I mean, whatever. And honestly, true. If you signed up and like, yo, like honestly, the you call too many things fleeky. Um, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to make my rent this month and it's tight. Like, can you, can you hit me back with that five bucks again? Of course I'll, we'll work with you. Right. But what, you know, when you just said, when you just send Amex after us, come on, bro. Also, <laughs> I think, all right, not that I like, all right. I think it's very predatory behavior of some of these, like these apps, these tech companies to like, you know, get you, get you to 
uh, insert all your credit card info and then just have you donating like fucking $25, $25 a month in perpetuity and not like let you know like, hey, brother, you're still fucking paying for this thing that you don't use. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I think it sucks. But also, in a, when it comes to creators, I'm kind of like, that's on you, bro. You got, you forgot about that. Like, you know, I know you don't use it anymore. Like, I know it's funny. It's kind of like the gym, the gym membership dynamic. But yeah. I mean, in our case, you're getting two reminders a week that shit's showing up in your inbox. And yeah, you know, there's For sure there's other paths. Yeah, where, other paths. where do you think they're gonna go next? You know, they didn't they weren't happy with uh, the the swaggy content, so they're gonna go to what? I don't know. Fucking, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm dumb, deaf, and blind to whatever swagless media that they're currently enjoying instead. I have no idea. <laughs> um, do you have any more, more hate that you want to <laughs> get out there? Oh, no, don't put, don't, don't push him. All right. Um, I did write down that you know Martin Scorsese was right. Fuck Marvel movies. They aren't cinema. They are for babies. They're boring as hell. Absolutely. Fuck Marvel movies. Well, it movie. looks it looks I, like it looks yeah. like people are finally catching on because I saw the box office uh, uh, weekend numbers and all of the Marvel, all the fucking comic book movies that are out right now were surpassed by uh, No Hard Feelings with uh, what's her name, um, Jennifer, J- Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence. So you know, I think mm. it's fine. People are finally fatigued with it. Oh, that's wild. That's yeah. incredible because that's like that's a throwback to like this moment. Like the early 2000s moment when you had like the Judd Apatow, Adam McKay comedies yep. making insane dough and it felt like that had passed. I mean, I haven't seen No Hard Feelings. I don't know like if it's any good, but that's interesting. Just like the raunchy comedy that probably costs like $2 million to make oh, killing yeah. like whatever fucking like Immortals Avenger like bullshit yeah, yeah, is yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that that's a W sight unseen. Yeah, so fuck Marvel movies. Fuck, fuck Marvel. Fuck, <laughs> fuck DC. Yeah. yeah. And 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 obviously, again, it's been established that the god James Cameron does not fall under this no, um, no, no, no. this umbrella at all. I just want to be very clear. No, he does that's not. not a, it, that's it, not a comic book movie. We can that's, save that for a, a different po- we can save that for a different podcast, because if you get me started, I won't no stop. Doubt. Um but you're right. Um all right, well then let's should we, we let's 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 round off this show, and you're going to grace us with uh, some some embryonic mindsets. Uh, the do we do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I'll recycle a couple don'ts from the newsletter because, again, we, we do keep keep positive for the most part, but we do occasionally issue spy plane holy decrees. Um, and these are these are times where we just feel like someone something needs to be said. We need to use whatever authority we have. Um, to just hand down a ruling, um, m- much like um, you know the Ten Commandments were handed down to uh, Moses, Abraham. What? That's it was. I think it was Moses. Uh, <laughs> Moses, yeah. <laughs> um, handed it down to Moses. So do do not wear no show socks that anyone else can see, because the contract the contract is built right into the name. They're no show. So fine if you want to wear them and it stays between you go off. But if I see a little bit of cotton poking out from the top of the shoe, it's like it's like someone has flubbed a magic trick. Do you know what I mean? It's like sure. it's like you see <laughs> you see the rabbit behind the table. It's just it's it's embarrassing. It's pathetic. Um and again, just to be clear for people who aren't familiar with the newsletter, these are delivered tongue in cheek. Obviously we're 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 uh, let your freak flag fly. If your thing is no show socks that people see, go off. But that said, <laughs> don't go off. Don't wear those. And and truly nothing worse to me 
And again, look, our, our cameras are all like shoulders up. So one of you guys might be doing this right now and that's fine because I can't see it. But when, when, when your boy kicks off his shoes at the cribbo and he walks around in the no shows, sure. Not a good look. Not a good look. <laughs> no, not a good look. That's fucked up. I don't, it's I don't fucked know. Up. Yeah. yeah I'm not doing that. I don't know anyone. Anyone that does that, uh, yeah, I, think, I, I would be embarrassed because like, the way it looks, it looks like you're wearing like ba- <laughs> like ballet flats around the apartment, and like yes. you know, no disrespect to ballet, I love ballet. You know, I grew up, uh, I did Irish dancing. Uh, that's an aside. Uh, but oh, shout out to ballet. Sh- well, shout, shout out, out to, to ballet, ballet. But you, you know, you don't need to be walking. There's just something, there's something wrong about the notion. I'm, we're with you there. We're with you there. All right, fantastic. Um, th- th- that was a semi-controversial. A lot of sweaty-footed, you know, brothers and uh, I s- assume some sisters in Spy Nation kind of wrote in, and they're like, you know, you know, what do you, what do you do? How do you uh, how do you deal with like the sweaty foot? And I was like, just wear a regular sock. Well, I just, I just didn't or, know. Yeah. Like, I thought everyone was wearing kind of like the uh, least ankle high, like, like well, maybe not ankle high, but like you know where you kind of bunch it up. Yeah, with, like the long, the long, the long slock sock, and you just. Yep. Yeah, I thought everyone was doing that. I didn't know they were the slock, the slouchy, the slouchy sock, <laughs> the slock, the slocks, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So don't don't wear those. It's right again. This is a, this is an easy one because it's right in the name. Like no show. You're breaking the contract if if it shows. Um, don't wear Heather Gray tees. That was another uh, spy plane holy decree. Um, it, it, I feel like a, a Heather Gray tee works kind of like pajama mode. It it reads like pajama. Once you step out the crib in a Heather Gray tee, there's something sad about that. You could be beautifying your environs. You could be wearing some color. You could be wearing some 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 sumptuous shade of black or you know an, an off black even. But that Heather Gray to me, it's giving. Um, it's two p.m. Uh, you're between jobs and you're like you got cereal milk that was you know f- from your cereal lunch kind of dribbling down your chest. Um, this was a slightly more controversial one, but there were a lot of people who who did stand up and 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 stood behind us for this for this take. Uh, there's a lot of Heather Gray T haters out there. I've realized. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, Rocket at the gym, Rocket is PJs. Don't wear it just as part of your fit. No Heather no. Gray T. Well, because I feel like it's it's it. It's like someone kind of tried a little bit too hard with doing a very simple basic, which could have just been like a white tee. But they decided, That's you know right. what? I want to be mm-hmm. a little. I'll do the Heather Gray tee to show that I'm trying just like two percent more. And but then you kind of over you overshoot it where you're you you've done too much. Go back. Well put. Go well back put. to the white tee. <laughs> and I and don't yeah I know you're gonna like hit the DMs with a photo of Paul Newman looking fucking like daddy as hell and <laughs> I have the gray tee, but that's Paul Newman. First off, you're not, and secondly, imagine how much daddier he would have looked in a fucking crisp, crisp white tee. Oh. So you played yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Facts. So those are my two don'ts, and, and I'm I'm glad we didn't get into a fight about them. I'm no, glad no, we're all on the we're, same page. in the same boat. What are the what are the do's? All right. So these are these are like these might become mindsets. Um, they haven't yet. Uh, do number one. Right now, they're just things that I'm. Um, well, one of them is what I'm doing and the other one's just kind of a funny idea. The one I'm doing is save all life. So I've been catching the tiniest SAL might be like the, the makings of some like acronym for this when it gets to full mindset status, but save all life. So I've been catching like the tiniest, most quote unquote, like inconsequential insects that I would have once, you know, smushed without a second thought, you know, the <laughs> tiniest little fruit flies, you know, moths, whoever right. they are. Um, I've been catching them, taking the time to just get a glass the way I would with a spider, catch them and bring them outside. And I've found that truly on some like on some meditative, uh, I don't know, it's not exactly meditative. It's some, there's something meditative in taking the time, 
not just being like, oh, I'm I'm so frenzied. I got to work going with my life. I'm just going to kill this thing. <laughs> Unthinkingly. I, there's, I there, got to take the psilocybin. I got to get. Yo, it's some psilocybin shit. Uh, truly, this is, this is, <laughs> you're, you're hearing from a person who, yeah, who has, who has taken, taken drugs that have, you know, probably, um, yeah, probably like worked their way into this mindset a little bit, but it feels so much better to just release, like to know that you oh, could have killed something without a second thought. But you just yeah. took the time and it didn't take that much time. Like it didn't take that much time. It was just a, just an extra minute of grabbing the glass, getting like a New Yorker right. subscription card to shimmy under it and bringing <laughs> outside this tiny, this tiny creature and rather just unthinkingly. I mean, like kind of wild when you think about it, just like ending a life in the most like unthinking sure. way. Sure. Quite, quite the contrary, <laughs> just bringing way. them outside and watching them flitter off. Yeah. And it's not a huge thing, but I think in aggregate, um, there's dividends that I've, I've yet to, um, to fully, uh, uh, you know, encounter their scope. And once I do, this mindset will drop with an acronym. Sure. But yeah, so I'm not saving all life just in your daily, just like, don't just kill things as a matter of course. Just maybe like, um, I guess there's some mindfulness type tie in. Right. So just like, yeah, not, not killing shit, just like off rip, you know, yeah. reflexively. Right. So save all life. How, how does that one land with you guys? I, I cool? think the only thing you're going to run into, and it's only because we have all, like just awful online, you know, fucking like politics, like, you know, in the back of our head is brother, once the pro life uh, mm. movement catches mm. wind of the saving all lives uh, mindset, oh, hell yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, it's going to, yeah, it yeah. might, like I understand, what, uh, yeah. That's that's the only that's my only critique. Um, even though no, I, but you realize like this is going to be good for SEO. I should actually like work pro. Well, there you go. Mindset. You should. You should. Yeah, <laughs> have that baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, but I'm into it though because right. I I too like I I am very much I try to be that way. I like sometimes you know I I didn't grow up outdoorsy, and um, mm. you know still it takes a lot for me to engage with small little creatures and to to not be frightened by them right <laughs> so maybe just by kind of just meditating a little bit being a little bit more mindful rather than sw like swatting the fly swatting the spider roaches that's gonna be hard in new york it's gonna be that's hard a tough one. <laughs> that's yeah. a hard one I, in, in new york but i, I do live in a roach in a roach free zone yeah. so i i do have to check my privilege on, the, on that score that's that's it's only the pest thing like outside the pest outside the abortion mm -hmm. you know i think i say i think we're i think we're saving all <laughs> lives yeah maybe it's about um it's almost even like do you have like like because we right now you know we have this cat that we really love we've had her for for a few years and we kind of like see her in other creatures so maybe it's about maybe it's not about saving all life but it's almost mm. kind of like see your pet in all creatures Bro, that maybe is maybe that is some a wash it well evan's got a funny evan's got a funny opinion on pets well, this is starting to become mainstream. <laughs> the more that Chris Black starts fucking tweeting about like getting rid of dogs in general, not like putting them down, but like out of the yeah, cities, see? out of the mm -hmm. cities. I mean, I, I think it's not, I don't think it should be that. Look, it's not the dog's fault, but the owners, shout out to all of our listeners who own dogs. If the the ones who live in New York, I don't know. I, I, I. I'm starting to be persuaded that maybe either we, we tax the designer, the people with the designer dogs, we tax, mm. you know, that way, or they can get a tax break by going into um, a, a pound and uh, adopting um, a pet. Yeah, I haven't gone deep on this discourse, but I, but I have seen um, Chris's tweets and and Willie Staley has been going off on it too. So so people people who I respect do seem to um, 
be uh, anti-dog ownership, I would have reflexively just been, yeah, like pro pooch, like no question. But I'm always, <laughs> I, I always want to challenge my, I always want to challenge my preconceived notions. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that one some. But thought. I will say, you know, uh, the Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs did do a number on me, so I do have, mm. you know, maybe we should cherish the, I've seen that. cherish the pups. All it's right, it's not the their fault. Do- it's not their fault. Okay, go ahead. The other do was um was uh this one already has its it's so it's Triple H mindset which is hold hands with the homies so right okay. when um I don't know I, my sense of time is like fucked up but maybe it was like sort of like post Omicron or whatever like when, essentially when like you could start kind of like you know it, that that stage <laughs> of the pandemic when like you know like wide widespread you know as opposed to just like you know Caitlin Phillips and like cool people downtown like you could like <laughs> hang out and like be at parties again like an early mm-hmm. party i went to it felt so good to be with the homies again um and also i thought it was funny to be holding their hands cuz i i was like i was like i want i want to touch touch the broskies not merely be in their presence but like have contact with them and of course you know anyone from india will laugh and be like sure. you know there there's certain like you know like rules of comportment around like male friendship where you know there are countries where they've been holding hands with the homies forever but of course we're uh we're a different culture here so yeah so this is a mindset about how nice it feels um to just hold hands with the homies um and i haven't done this one that much outside of that one night where we just got kind of pissy drunk and we're holding hands with each other and it was funny as hell uh to just talk about hold hands with the homies mindset um in that moment but i think that there might be a mindset here as well hold hands with the homies yeah um how how would all right so how do you engage and withholding hands with the homies do you ask for permission to hold hands with your homie or do you just grab his hand and say brother we're doing this well i i guess it's true because you're gonna need you're gonna need like an on-ramp in our you know in our culture and i think maybe that's where this newsletter will come in like hey by the way i don't just reading this newsletter the craziest thing talks about holding hands with the homies i mean i i don't know if you'd want to do that you know like maybe the newsletter can actually create that entree because i think is a part of me like in order to like spiritually accept this I don't really think it, I think you just do it. I think you just do it because if you caveat mm. it with something that's kind of like, mm. I read this letter or like, hey, do you want to do this? You're, no. It's kind of in a way, uh, another version of, yo, no homo, let's hold some hands. Mm. I think you just oh, hold right. their hands. Yeah. And mm. you're just kind of, brother, do it. brother, this is homo erotic and you were loving it. Yes. No, but it's also platonic. Right. But it's also platonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that a lot. In fact, yeah, no. You're right. It's it's kind of like how when you like tell your friend I love you, you always have to say man at the like I love you, bro. Yeah. You can't just let let the I love you just hang. Sure. Um. You're right. You're right. I don't like that that kind of caveat like half-assed um gesture to it. So you're right. You just have to like truly be on your alpha shit and just grab their <laughs> hands and hold it. You dom and, it. And yeah. like. <laughs> Like sort of dumb it or just like or just let, let, like let your eyes like let your I mean obviously you're doing this with like a good friend it's like the homie sure. it's not just fucking like rando mm-hmm. and like they look at you and they kind of laugh and you, you laugh too like you're not trying to but you know like you communicate just like the, the depth of your friendship through your eyes or yeah. or whatever kind of verbal way you need to do it but not trying to like giggle yeah. about it not trying to no homo it not trying to do a pause yeah you're yeah. right just try just try to be truly alpha about it but I think thank the- you for working through this but i yeah. think you could also sell it too for uh some of the uh you know the, the cultural the cultural homies out there but just just say brother i'm on we're on some uh some actually the <laughs> ending of that movie was not good but i was gonna say for emilio the uh uh we're on some mm-hmm. uh, we're on some <laughs> 
But they did and end so well for them. Other. They kind of got weirded out after the end. They were like, oh, man, we, we did that. Yeah. You know, I, I, th- I think they inevitably, inevitably life, they drifted apart, not because of, not specifically because of that, of that, of that Triple H moment. Yeah. Well, Hold the hands with the homies. Triple- Dude, <laughs> it's, it's, it's incredible. Metaphorical hands with the homies. Yeah. It has such a nice ring to it. Like, just like when something has that nice of a ring to it, there's something there. Right. Exactly. Uh, funny yeah. thing about my head is it's actually located on, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, well Jonah thank, on that note yeah, thanks so much for being here yeah. this has been a pleasure and uh, we can't wait to see uh, some some more uh, some more slappers from the sledder and um, yeah some fleaky shit coming oh dude <laughs> it's been so fun thank you so Subscribe. much for having me awesome dude alright talk soon bye everybody bye. Bye.